Heather Johnston is the founder and CEO of the U.S.-Israel Education Association. What is your association? Well, we, we have a, um, a wonderful education association where we're really um, strengthening the U.S.-Israel collaboration, working with Congress, educating, taking senior leaders of Congress on advanced trips to Israel through the West Bank. And so we've been at this for about a decade and a half, and it has been an extraordinary process. We feel like we've contributed greatly to the U.S.-Israel collaboration. You know, why does it seem, appear that so many young people on some of the most um, celebrated Ivy League institutions in the country are so misguided, so indoctrinated, where they show just complete blind solidarity to Hamas, where is this education coming it's, from? It's remarkable, Armstrong. I, it, it is so hard to believe that we're watching our college campuses erupt into this, this extraordinary um, lack of understanding. It, it's not just anti-Semitism. It is absolute ignorance to the, the real um, reality that's on the ground. It is it's a departure from reality. It's the height of surrealism. But how do, how do you take a kid from high school to college and they become so fervent? I mean, mm -hmm. deaf to Jews, mm -hmm. chanting slogans that they mm -hmm. really don't understand mm -hmm. what the meaning is, attacking kids. I mean, even if you disagree with them, mm -hmm. but attacking them, Right. Brutalizing them? Where is yes. it coming from? Well, it's an indoctrination of hate. And, from where? And I think that there are plenty of people out there in the Arab world oh, no, no. that hate. They're, they're, and, are however, they in our institutions? They're in our are institutions. They, are the professors indoctrinating them? Yes, they so, are. Let's, let's talk about that. I think there are. And I think there are organizations on the campuses that are indoctrinating and presenting really a false narrative um, that the Jews have oppressed the Palestinians, oppressed the Arab world and that they are these colonialists that have taken over huge swaths of the Middle East, and they have this little teeny area that's the size of New Jersey. And um, you comes to the West Bank, and Israel only lives on 7% of the West Bank. Did you hear what I just said? 93% of the West Bank is, is where the Palestinians live. 7% the Jews have. So in this area called Area C. It's remarkable. It's a false narrative. And the hate is coming from, I believe, organizations that really foment that oppression and that, that the Jews should be hated and... You know what? I'll give you that. But there's something deeper going on here. Mm -hmm. It's one thing for the New York Times, which mm -hmm. is owned by Jews, mm -hmm. if I can be so candid. Mm -hmm. When the hospital blast happened right after mm -hmm. the war began, mm -hmm. the headline was Israel uh, demolishes a hospital. Mm -hmm. And then the narratives, what they allow, what is printed, mm -hmm. and then their narratives, it's not just these students. You can say it's one thing for these students to be indoctrinated by mm -hmm. professors, but it seems as if mm -hmm. the mainstream media enablers are enablers of this, and they only print one side for so long that these kids begin to believe, well, what my That's professors uh, teach us, 
we have to believe it because this is what the mainstream media. It why? is. I believe it's. And been these there. are intelligent people. Yeah, it is. They're, it's intelligent people who are misguided and have really not understood the narrative, though, because if you go to Israel and you understand the narrative, you really do look at history. It's just not what's being presented, and what is being presented makes you angry at the Jews, and so there's this 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 fomenting, and it's being carried on generation to generation, and it's unfortunate. I think that what we're seeing, though, is that when evil is exposed to the utmost degree, finally people start going, wait, that does not look right. Something is wrong with that. People start going, that is not right on our college campuses, and we're going to defund that. We're not going to pay for that anymore. The donors aren't going to support that anymore, and you can change your situation on these college campuses. And I think that's the redemptive part of what could be taking place here. You know, it seems as though that if Hamas or the Palestinians say to the mainstream media or to students on these campuses, this is what happened, these are the results, these are the casualties, this is how this came about, there's no need to check out whether any of this is true. It's as if they go with the story. Mindless. Mindless, blind. Mm -hmm. But if Israel, right. it has to be tested, vetted, when, when they talk about the kids, that were beheaded, mm -hmm. uh, how they were savagely killed, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and all this. It's as if it had to be verified right. again and again before mm -hmm. the mainstream media and people who are sophisticated mm -hmm. and educated decided, well, maybe Israel is, is a victim to Hamas right. this time. Right. Maybe, 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 why? Well, I think that that's the, that has been the responsibility. That's the leadership responsibility. And I'll be honest with you, I'm with the Israeli leaders all the time. I'm over there three or four times a year. I take Congress over there. They don't mind being the leaders inside the Middle East. We've got to have an adult inside the Middle East that's able to lead. And, and leaders take responsibility. They're able to show the facts. And so Israel has made it their ambition. When they see terrorist acts take place, they go get the film crews to come in, come and film this, come show what's taken place, and we will show the world. And so the But issue, that standard doesn't exist for the other side. No, it does not. And so they live with that imbalance. They live understanding that the world is against them. They know who they are, though. Yeah, but, but then you have members of Congress, like the squad, mm -hmm. like to leave. Mm -hmm. It's unapologetic mm -hmm. in the things that she says, mm -hmm. and, and 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 you have Ilhan Omar, and you have you, you have members of Congress. I mean, a member of Congress that was just censored, right. who's literally no different than the protesters. Right, no different. And but she's playing to her political base. I mean, there's no question about that. Her her district is Palestinian, and she is carrying this burden that is misguided. And so she Do you is, think she actually believes what she advocates? I you think, think she's she, brainwashed also? Are you kidding me? I think she so believes members of Congress it to just, the fiber of her being. Indoctrinated just like the students from yes, college campus. Yes, that is exactly right. This is not a show. It is not a play of things. This is who she is. It's where she's come from, her history. It's where she was born. I mean, she's, her family's there. So she's living out a narrative, and she's emotionally subscribing to it. She's... Um, narrating it for the public, and that is her um, her story, and she is sticking to it. But it, it is fascinating to me um, the Biden administration's evolving approach to this Israel-Hamas conflict. Mm -hmm. They want to push humanitarian. They want to stop mm -hmm. for a few hours and make sure they get mm -hmm. humanitarian aid in there. Mm -hmm. But yet 
Hamas, in the New York Times, I read it, mm -hmm. they could care less about the Palestinians. Mm -hmm. They wanted to escalate a, a, a regional war. Mm -hmm. um, they, they're using the funds to build f their weaponry. Mm -hmm. They denied the, the people in Gaza food. And when the people in Gaza were trying to leave, they would shoot them down like animals. Right. They don't care. But even with this in the New York Times, people still want to give them the benefit of the doubt that they are justified in fighting a colonialist apartheid mm -hmm. regime. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And it just continues to be reverberated um, over and over again in the news. I think that Israel is proving, and as the Biden administration has stepped up more to the plate and is standing more with Israel, more vocally next to Israel, putting our military might in the Mediterranean Sea and has taken an actual stand. Even the State Department today said, what would be nice is rather than Israel not having to bomb the hospital would be if Hamas would walk out of the hospital, if they would stop putting their command centers under the hospital, if they would, if they would retreat on, on their, their prerogatives inside this war, and if they would release the people out of the hospital, if they would, would have taken the fuel that was offered to them by Israel yesterday. That was a State Department spokesperson today. So as, as, as Biden's administration has stepped up more and has been much more vocal standing with Israel, and yes, there's certain you know, things that are being said that bring confusion, for the most part, in a comprehensive way, we've had an administration that's standing with Israel during this war. So I think that's affecting that liberal base. It's affecting how the media is playing this out. And um, so that's a little bit of where we are today. Yeah, but We're you have protesters something. marching to the president's home saying yeah. that he's a supporter of genocide. He, they're crazy. You know, mm -hmm. you, you know, where do we make progress in terms mm -hmm. of educating and changing the narrative. Where do you fall short? Well, I think that what we have to be speaking out there, and Armstrong, you're doing this really well. I think that we have to be helping world leaders and then helping young people on campuses to define reality accurately. You know, when Winston Churchill and the rise of the Nazi regime, his counterpart, um, uh, Prime Minister Chamberlain, did shuttle diplomacy. He tried to appease the Nazi regime. He was trying to make things work in his day in the midst of this evil, horrific situation um, in Europe. But it took a Winston Churchill who defined reality accurately. And he chose a side and he went with that side and he stood there to the end and he defended liberty and freedom. And in doing so, he liberated the world of the Nazi regime. He goes down in history as that. Our young people, these people protesting the streets, we've got to help bring reality to the United States of America. We've got to define it accurately so people can choose a side and stay on that side. And I think that's what's happening in the world today. I think nations are choosing sides. International leaders are choosing a side today. And we've got our Congress choosing a side mostly with Israel. And I believe that the United States has chosen Israel. I believe that's happening. You know, I've been to the Holy Land 17 times. Um, my history tells me that the Muslims, many of them fought along the side of Adolf Hitler mm -hmm. during World War I. The Arabs had the worst slave trade mm. from Africa that's often not even talked about.
-hmm. in the history books. It's just mm -hmm. glossed over as if it mm -hmm. did not exist. And I, you know, I never thought it could be possible that mm -hmm. a Holocaust mm -hmm. could happen again. Yeah, I know it. In the United States. It's but when just, you listen at mm -hmm. the environment mm -hmm. and what people are saying and you speak to them privately, you know, it's very possible. Yes, you see how that train of thought, those emotions, that, that narrative can come into a whole other generation and can be believed and then executed. So it's very, I'm, I'm watching Congress make some changes and we're watching both the House and Senate come up, come with um, anti-Semitism laws where you're gonna see the enforcing of a law against anti-Semitism on campuses. You're not gonna see campuses continue to be funded, colleges, universities continue to be funded with government funding anyway. Um, if you're gonna facilitate or support or allow anti-Semitism on your campus. You know, this is you, happening. You would assume that people who have been disenfranchised, you know, I, I remember how many Jews made the sacrifice along with black Americans during the civil rights mm -hmm. movement. And, it, you know, just it, it is sad to think that someone, be, they believe that Hamas is a minority, mm -hmm. that somehow or another they're disenfranchised, <laughs> that they're exploited, they're mm -hmm. oppressed, Mm. and they're taken advantage of. And, you know, the fact is, even for people who stand up for gender, gender and homosexuality, if they were to go mm -hmm. to Palestine and yes. Hamas, and if women, yes. how they would be treated, mm -hmm. do they really understand what, who they protest for, how they really feel about them? Mm -hmm. and, w and what happened on October 7th? They just did not kill Jews, they killed Muslims. That's right. They didn't care. They kill indiscriminately people. Right. They didn't care children. They didn't care. Their goal was just to kill people. Kill people. They care, could care less about mm -hmm. these people. Protect. Mm -hmm. They're just useful tools for them. That's right. And I think you just you accurately define that. And I think Hamas, if you look at their charter, they only have one, one focus, one mission statement, and that was the annihilation of the Jewish state. They exist as a t terrorist organization. They're a non-state actor. They're not anything except for they are an organization that took the helm of the Gaza Strip. And it's, it's unfortunate because that was their one and single aim. So whoever gets in the way, whether you're a civilian, you're a doctor trying to take care of a child in the hospital, we're going to kill you if you get in our way on our, in our effort to kill Israel. And, and just remember this, they would like to bring Gaza to New York mm -hmm. City or Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And they just don't hate Jews. You know, mm -hmm. they're envy because their governments cannot measure up to the success mm -hmm. and, and what Israel has been able to accomplish. Israel measures up against them and mm -hmm. show their failed leadership and their failed governments. But they just don't hate Jews, they mm -hmm. hate Christians yes. also. They yes. may come for you tomorrow, mm -hmm. but it's us next week, and we must stand in solidarity, and we make no apologies about that. Mm -hmm. I believe what is moral, not mm -hmm. what is immoral. Mm -hmm. And their mission is immoral. Mm -hmm. And you can lay down your arms, mm -hmm. you can go all ceasefire, they will continue to kill you That's until right. they exterminate you That's from right. the face of the planet. Heather Johnston, thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining Thank you for listening to this week's episode.